A de alta altura alien. B de burra. C de cochino. D de doritos. E de estupideces extremas. Excelente. F de fuck your life. G de guapa. H de hot pockets. I de inútil. G de jamón. M de motomami. Motomami, 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 motomami. N de no me espantes. O de orquídea, P de patrona, Q de que reinona, Arra de R, R de rata de dos patas, S de slut, T de tortillas, U de uvas, V de van, vendetta, W de will you please hit me with your car, X de xylophone, Y de you are not my real dad, Y C de Zacatecas. Hi. Welcome Hi. back. Welcome back to No, no Mispantes. We already started this intro. This is the second time, but um, I still laugh. Just I, as hard as the first. I tried to edit that, and then I ended up recording, not recording it, deleting the segment completely, so it's we're starting again. We said a little oopsie, so we were trying to delete it, so it couldn't be out in the world. It and wouldn't be, and then I just That little, like, the one thing. minute, and we recorded, deleted the whole thing. Yep. Fun. <laughs> How are you? How have you been? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I just quit my job. Started my new one. You know, meeting new people, new important people. Talking to the boring guy. I'm not letting that go. That's weird. Okay, so I accidentally, I accidentally let it slip because I forgot we were recording. Then I'm talking to a boy who's boring, so I'm gonna ghost him probably. But he doesn't know that. He will, like, <laughs> he will now. in, like, a month's time, but Probably. not right now. He'll send me a text being like, hey. <laughs> hey. So I just listened to your podcast. <laughs> did you talk about me? <laughs> First of all, why does that guy sound so fat? And also, did you talk about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, no. I think they like you. They better. If not, I mean they're gonna get dro- they're gonna get dropped regardless. I mean, do you know who but- they are? Oh, was it the guy? Okay, they're ready. Oh, okay, cool, <laughs> fun. Um, how are you? I have a child. I'm with child now. With child. We already talked about her. She's right there. I fucking hate her. Look at her. I can see her. Tell- look at her in the I eyes. I see her from the corner of my eye. Look, look at her and tell me that you hate her. I don't like you. Leave I feel like alone. she's taking my spotlight. She watches over me while I sleep. Okay, well, I have daddy issues. That's, <laughs> that's, one does not equate the other. Her name is Penelope. Okay. She's, of course, my alligator doll. Okay, we got it. She goes by she, her, and also they pronouns. They, them pronouns. What about him and his? No, just she, they. So it's not, it's not she, they, them? There's she, they, them, yeah. She, her, they, them. Oh, she, I meant you, she, they, you him. You dumb bitch. <laughs> I meant she, they, him. Let's say it really tickles you. We just, we can't replicate what the last segment was. The, the but la- we also bro, just. Bro, if you guys could have heard our last segment, it would have been so good and so funny. It was funny. riddled with shit talking. It was of, so good. Now we're just person. faking it. Absolutely. Now this is fake. This isn't real. I'm fine at doing that. I mean, me too, but it doesn't feel like... As it doesn't feel good. It does not. But hey, I, uh, I've Whatever. done it before. I can lie through my teeth. 
Okay, that's And fine. my ass. It's okay. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um, I it's graduate been a- soon. I'm so From proud school, of you. Two years. I'm so proud of you. We're having a party. I we, we mean you can. Period. Um. So you want to hear some drama that's been happening at school? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So I have my clients that I that are my regulars that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Yeah. And so. <laughs> one client, this one lady. She's insane, like just off the rocker she has been coming to me for like a few months she schedules me but i do this fun thing where um i look at my books and then i judge whether or not i like decide if it's good enough to come into <laughs> to school <laughs> like there are some people who like i've done their hair before and i'm like this person's worth it like i have a regular who comes in like almost every week and i will not like i cannot not be there for for this regular and also their kid because they're like they're really loyal oh that's so cute i'm I'm loyal to them back but there are are gonna be loyal to me yeah you know i am um thank you you're welcome but there are other times where i'm just like well i i've it's a first time client or whatever and i had done this lady before like once when like months ago and then a few months back she showed up on my books again and i'm like well you know it's the usual if i'm not there somebody else will take her if worst case scenario if there's nobody else to take her in the salon, then, like, it goes, like, she needs to reschedule. Because we have, like, four to five stylists on the salon now. Because people have been dropping, like, flies. And so, she was with me. She booked with me initially. And then I wasn't there that day. And then another girl did it, apparently. And apparently wasn't good enough. But then I did her, like... She tried to book with me again, but I it, she overbooked on top of one of my regulars, and I wasn't going to give up my regulars availability to her, to her. And when she got into the salon that day, she was pissed. Like, Ooh. she has the suckiest attitude ever. She's low-key racist. Like, she tried to, t- like, ask me. She's like, Miguel, so, like, where are you from? And I'm like, here? Like, here? where are your parents from? And I lied, because I was like, I'm not going to tell this lady that my parents like, Mexican. If she's trying to get at something racist, I was like, they're from here. Whatever. What does it matter? Like, yeah, fuck off. I will drown you in the shampoo bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. No. Um, <laughs> don't sue me, skateboard. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, what the fuck? Like, what does it matter? And she's just been, like, she's yelled at, like, like, educators. She's just been a nuisance, like, this entire time. And she tried to book with me. Um... They moved her to the 31st, but we don't have school on the 30th because of Labor Day, so therefore, like, our theory day and our, like, days to take clients get pushed back. And so, she, they put her on the 31st, and I was like, you need, you guys need to call her and reschedule her because we're not here that day. Like, as a class. And then I go to the computer, and I put in all my appointments for the rest of the time I'm there. And there's zero availability for her to be scheduled in at all. Ooh. And so, like, she calls up the school. She talks to one of the girls. Her name's Melissa. <laughs> yells at Melissa. My teacher, Miss Gladys, gets on the phone. This lady yells at Miss Gladys. And Miss Gladys is, like, raising her voice back her and being like, you, like, I don't know what to tell you. You can't be scheduled with him, whatever. And it, she, I have to get on the phone with this lady and literally tell her, be like, I'm graduating such and such day. Like, she was asking when I was graduating, but that's student information. Yeah. On those grounds alone, they're not allowed to disclose when I'm graduating because that's my personal information that I'm allowed to tell. 
my client or not. Yeah. And I told him, like, don't tell her when I'm graduating. Because she's like, I want to go up there. Like, if not, I'll go up there and talk to Miguel myself. Like, she was threatening oh to go God. up. And I was like, this bitch. What a fucking stalker. So, yeah. M- Melissa was like, that's creepy. And, like, for me, like, I'm like... I'm, like, a, what, 800-pound person. Like, I can take most people. I'm fine <laughs> if I need to, like, a pinch. And she's, like, Ugh. like she's like the the wheelchair lady from Spongebob. Like, she doesn't scare me. Oh, my God. And, like, I was just kind of, like, whatever. Like, I just told her when I'm graduating. And so, and then I found out the day that I told her I'm graduating, I'm not even graduating. I'm graduating before. So if she plans to come in the day that I told her, I won't even be there by that day. <gasps> Period. Fucking love so. that. She deserves it. And if anything, there's another stuff. There's other stylists there. There anyways. is. So like, there you're are, not the only one. There are far more, like, competent and talented stylists in there than I am. You're very, um, good at it too, though. So like, give Thank yourself you. some credit. Thank you. But in my eyes, I feel like, like, there's like girls that do braids and girls that do amazing color roller sets. Like, uh, like I can do a pretty good round brush, but like, I'm not like, like. I don't feel like I'm like a hair artist, you know. Like I'm, artist. I'm more, <laughs> I'm more, I'm more, more, more of a makeup artist, and like that's where my You're talents so good like. at it, though. Thank you. So stylish, so great, amazing. Thanks. Fucking love it, killing it. Thank you. I'm rubbing my nipples. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are the hoes texting Elizabeth? Nobody's texting. Let's see who's texting me. Nobody. Nobody. Look at my wallpaper, though. Oh my god, that's so cute. That's the cat from the meme. What meme? The meme with the lady screaming. Yeah, that's not. But okay, <laughs> it's really it's not. It's just a painting. Okay, well, did you I see what the cake the says? It says eat shit. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, it's been a minute since we recorded. It's been like three weeks since we recorded, guys. It's also been three weeks since we've seen each other. Yeah. So we're kind of like catching each other up on our lives uh-huh. and stuff. It's going we'll well. We need to record again soon. Because we're going to have, like, two episodes to upload and then nothing. nothing. <laughs> we're going to skip. We're both very busy people. And we need to, like, schedule where ahead of time. And yeah. even when we do schedule ahead of time, someone will call, a.k.a. me. Okay. I was like, do you want to like, tell them that hey, it was you? Can we reschedule? Lizbeth was like, can we reschedule? And I was like, after I burn your house down, yeah, why not? But I still came. I, we didn't end up rescheduling, actually. I still came. We I found don't. a chunk of my time that I can dedicate to you on our podcast, mm-hmm. and here we are. Period. Period. So. All right, so what will we be talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about my trauma with nice. um, lots of people. <laughs> everyone in high school? Every, uh, not everyone in high school, only a select few people. Um... Reasons why I shouldn't have gone to art camp. Um, I thought you loved art camp. I did. Then? I have trauma. That's, that's part of the story. Is it because... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the look that I just got, that he just gave me... I knew exactly where you were going with he, that one. I if, won't even let you talk about it. looks could kill, that look would have murdered me. I would have been six feet underground. I'm not going to, like... Sit here and pretend like I haven't been thinking about that kind of that incident. This is a this is an in between me and Lizbeth kind of conversation. <laughs> it's been making me really pissed, like, and like annoyed and depressed because like I know I'm never gonna get closure of it. Yeah. So I want to punch like, 
I don't know, a Nazi or something. Just to get it out of my system. Like, we should go to a rage room. I want to really bad. We need to go to a rage, a rage room and mm-hmm. we can like talk all the shit we want and just like say so-and-so's names. Yeah. And be like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And like smash yeah. something. Let's do it. Period. We're going to do that. Maybe we'll record it for you guys. Patreon. That would be fun. Sorry. We should make a Patreon. Nobody will subscribe, but it's okay. <laughs> You know, you were saying OnlyFans, and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I've been telling so many people to listen to our podcast. I've been telling the same 10 people that I see on a daily basis to listen to my podcast. <laughs> I don't, um, what's the word? Have a life? I don't either, but like. I, I feel like I've, sorry to interrupt you. I feel like I've recently grown to accept the type of person I am. I don't want to be the type of person, <laughs> the type of person my age that has to go to bars, get drunk, do any kind of illegal substance. Yeah. I, I'm just vibing. Do you know how the absolute high I've been getting from sewing lately? I fucking love that. Oh, I need to show you. <laughs> Hang on, sorry. I need to show you. No, I've I been working on my, my costume for haunting because I don't... Period. I sewed all this. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my you guys, if you could see this. Also, why did you post that on your story and I couldn't see I it? I didn't Am post I it on my blocked? story. No. Okay. I, it's for me, but I it needed music in the background. Okay. <laughs> and stickers. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love <laughs> Am that. I blocked? Though? Yeah, I was like, Am I blocked? No. Okay. You are not blocked from any of mine. I have been I so okay, so I've been sewing my my haunt costume from scratch and it's been an experience. It's been very expensive because I'm a fuck up. And I was like, I'm doing a prototype of the garment and so I know what to cut out. But that fabric alone was like sixty dollars. Just oh on God. like scraps basically. Like it's not usable. I probably it's usable if I can like futz around with it. But then like for the stuff for like the petticoats that are underneath that I bought and then the the zippers and the accent color, whatever. A lot. And then the dye. It's a lot. It's a lot. It looks amazing though. I'm Thank so you. proud of you. I literally last Sunday not Sunday, Saturday. I spent I was working on it since like nine in the morning and I finished at like five o'clock and like a nine to five shift fully <gasps> just dedicated to sewing that oh thing. Oh my god. I'm so yeah. proud of you. Thank you. No, since we're talking about highs that's not actual high. <laughs> I've been getting high off of gardening. <laughs> old ladies. I've been loving to do the crossword puzzles. No, but I fucking love gardening. It's finally getting warm enough to where I can plant stuff. And mm-hmm. I have, like, my little pots that I was growing inside my house. like And, like, through my window, like, the sun was just, like, growing. Mm-hmm. And they've all sprouted and they're growing and they're getting I've big. been wanting to get into gardening, but, like, I don't you know. You should. Oh, my God. it's You get insane high. And it's, like, scientifically proven that having plants in your house mm-hmm. brings you happiness. Like, it reduces depression. And not going to lie... I had a succulent once and I killed it. Okay, that's something different. <laughs> no, honestly, like, looking at my plants, the amount of joy and, like, serotonin serotonin that I get is insane. Charts. It's fucking insane. Or, for example, like, two weeks ago, I went to the Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. and I got this, like, drink and it had, like, they put, like, a big-ass fucking stem, stem of mint. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I took that mint home. 
and I planted it, and it's now growing. It oh, just really? sprouted. It just like started growing roots. After it was dipped, in, was it a, like alcoholic drink? No, I did have oh, alcohol okay. on it. I was like, they submerged that plant in vodka. <laughs> where like, now you're like, I'm gonna grow it. I'm gonna okay, grow it. it. No, I took it home and like I put it in water, and it's just like it's starting to get roots. Uh-huh. And oh my god. Pardon me. Okay, again with the trauma that. Voldemort, he who shall not be named, <laughs> like planted a lot, and I was like, oh yeah. But now, like, I'm the type of person where if I see anything that reminds me of a person that I decidedly hate, I don't. I hate being around it. Like, I can't oh. enjoy mushrooms or wanting to plant or you know, um, kratom, kratom, or <laughs> weed, herpes. You know, whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. What if they listen? I mean, they'll I don't know. know. I think they'll know 100%. I'm, like, I'm teetering on the... That kind of question makes me feel, like, gross, because I'm teetering on, like, let me recite this entire letter of poetry that I have written based on the trauma. and But also, I could just be the type of person to just be like, fuck off and die. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I have nothing to say to that person. <laughs> I've decided. I just... No, I don't know. I don't... I don't. Can you see like how it's like still fucked me up? Oh, one hundred percent. I can see that it's like definitely hurting you still. It's not fair, and it's really annoying. It's not. We're getting real on the podcast. Really are. Damn. <laughs> Y'all should not be knowing this much about us. No. Um, but that's okay. That's fine. I mean, like, yeah. If the person ever listens, I have nothing to tell you. Fuck and nothing you. To say to you. I do. Fuck you. And next time I see you, I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> You could take that. <laughs> you definitely could take that. Um, oh my god! The other day I went to a party, uh-huh. and by the other day I mean yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was hanging out with my friends, and then um, we, I was like playfully punching my friend next to me, mm-hmm. and then he just like after like a minute or two he looks at me and he's like, "You're not ready for this." Then he just like head bumps <gasps> me so hard, and I was like flabbergasted. I had to put ice on my forehead. Was there a bump on your forehead? There was a little bump, but I went away because of the ice. It like helped because I put ice on it like right away. But I was like, fuck. (laughs) And everyone was like, are you okay? Are you hurt? (laughs) You're like bleeding. First rule of Fight Club, shirt off. (laughs) Okay, we should probably get into today's story. Yeah, we're about to hit 20 minutes on us rambling on. Oh my god, we're so sorry. Okay, so, um... In the description, you should put skip 20 minutes skip if you just want to get to the story. You just, <laughs> you should. Okay, so today I'm going to be... You want to hear what, my, what I wrote in my notes? Yeah. Today I'm going to be giving you my version of a true crime story. It's also a pretty well-known paranormal tale because I'm versatile and hot, sexy, and fly. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Nothing that. less. I hate this. Okay. I heard about this a few years back i want to say like 2014 whenever this video was out on youtube it's a video on youtube buzzfeed unsolved they did a video on it okay okay so i don't do you watch them often fuck yeah i haven't seen their new stuff as of late but when they they came out with this video i was like oh i don't think they do any more episodes i think they canceled it because they don't they moved on to their own network yeah they have like their own channel now and stuff 
Which is good for them. Yeah, good for them. You better leave BuzzFeed, bitch. I feel like every person that's good on BuzzFeed just leaves. Just leaves. Do you remember Quinta from BuzzFeed? Yeah. She has like her own show TV now. TV show. She I was really on loved, Jimmy Fallon. She was. I really loved, um, who was it? Devin from Lady Lake. She's my favorite. <gasps> Ooh, she has her own t- channel now, too. Fuck yeah. I think all the Lady Lake people have their own. They do have their own channel. Do you think they're still all friends? Hopefully. I know that um, Kristen. I know Kristen and Jen. Jen have their channel together. Yeah. And weren't weren't the Try Guys? The Try Guys have their own channel now. Oh uh, yeah. They're called the Try Guys. Okay. <laughs> I was like, they are all friends. They're all still friends. They're all still friends. Anyway, this okay, is not an endorsement for BuzzFeed or any of these people. <laughs> but no, oh, just BuzzFeed. That's all. That shit was really good. Amazing. Who was it? What are their names? Shane and... What's his name? <laughs> Shane and Ryan. Oh Shane and Ryan. Okay, nice. That sounds... That's such a dick move to forget somebody's name on air. I think I'm Ryan and you're Shane. But I'm not a skeptic. Personality-wise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel sense. like if we went to a haunted house, who would shit their pants first? You. Me. We have been to a haunted house. You were shitting your pants. Exactly. <laughs> I was Shane. No, I was Ryan. You were Shane. <laughs> Ryan's just there like, hey guys, what's up? Shoot me if you want. I don't give a fuck. And then Ryan's over here like, please don't shoot us. You said Ryan twice. Oh. <laughs> Versatile. <laughs> the many sides of Ryan. Okay. I'm going to start with this quote. So... And, quote, Annalise was a kind, loving, sweet, and obedient girl, but when she was possessed, it was something unnatural, something you cannot explain. End quote. That was a statement from Anna Michelle, the mother of Annalise, from this story. We're going to be talking about the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. I have heard of this. You have? But I don't know all the details. Okay, good. Period. I'm glad you have some sort of, like, background on it. Okay. So... <laughs> it's literally in my notes, so. <laughs> Annalise Elizabeth Michelle was born September 21st, 1952 in Liefling, Bavaria, West Germany. Germany? So she's not even American? No, this is all in Germany. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was born to parents Joseph and Anna Michelle. I hope I'm pronouncing her names correctly. I, I know, It's spelled Michelle just without uh, the other L. Just say it in a German accent and you'll be fine. I don't know German accents. I don't either. <laughs> I will say for a while, when I was younger, German people scared the living shit out of me. Really? The concept of German, just because of... Um, Nazis? When, when, yeah, when we were in fourth grade, there was a teacher. <laughs> she was really well known to give her Holocaust presentation, and like she gave it to like a group of fourth graders, and we all started fucking crying, and it made me really sad. Oh my god. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. Very, very much. And also the person... Yeah, German. Bitches. I'm sorry. We love you, German people. We have nothing against I'm you. I'm so kind of scared of them. Not gonna lie, they're also like weirdly like, stunning. Like a lot of people that come from like just beautiful. Oh my god, yes. But also, I'm like, I feel like your intentions are off. Not in like a yeah. weird kind of like holding on to fear from the Holocaust kind of way, but just kind of in like the James Bond like, are you gonna like put me in a vat of acid kind of way? You know? Yeah. Like, are you a secret spy? Yeah. All European people are beautiful. They are. Well, they know well, how to take care of... They have free health care. They do. My friend, her name's Victoria. Um, hey, Victoria. She doesn't listen to this podcast, by the way, so... Fake bitch. No, well, it's because her English is not the best, so I never sent her the link. 
Uh, and also, we talk Spanish in the show. Yeah, so I think she'd be a little confused. <laughs> Valid. I feel like she would listen to support, but mm-hmm. she wouldn't understand. She'd be like, listen, I'm going to let the Spotify run, but I'm going to watch this episode <laughs> of Family Guy while it goes. <laughs> no, but I fucking I love Victoria. She's amazing. I don't she know. is so beautiful. And she's from Lithuania. She's so beautiful. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. She has these amazing, striking blue eyes. And like, she has like dark hair. European people are just. They're, they're a different breed gorgeous and her mom is really pretty too mm-hmm. she has a brother he's kind of good looking i guess he used to be actually fuck he's gonna listen to this <laughs> <laughs> i kind of picked up on i remember who you're saying and i was like what the fuck <laughs> um i will say this they're a beautiful family Europeans, very beautiful people. That family, they are very all. I think all that's what gets nice that's looking. what gets me because I people that are too pretty just scare me. Like I don't, if the if you, the waiter is attractive in a restaurant, I will not look at them directly in the face. I will. I try to flirt with them through my eyes. I go, never I'm, I'm brain dead and I look like my eyes go two separate ways, so I can't do that. Anyway. We're a sentence into the story. It's 6.30 almost. Okay, we gotta hurry. <laughs> okay. Annalise was born after an illegitimate daughter, from what I could gather. Anna gave birth to a daughter named Martha, I'm pretty sure, in 1948. And it was before her marriage to Joseph. Are you fucking kidding me? We should rent out a studio. You got, you have the money to rent out a studio? I do. Okay, well, let's do it. Next time. Sorry, those were my fuck-ass neighbors that don't know how to shut the fuck. <laughs> okay, let's not get off track now. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yeah. this was, She was born before her marriage to Joseph, but Martha died at age eight from an operation to remove a kidney tumor. Yep. And then it's speculated that, quote, four-year-old Annalise felt she was in some way to blame for her mother's sinfulness and her sister's death. End quote. I know, right? She was raised with three other sisters in a very religious Roman Catholic home. Annalise was said to be very religious. She and her family, presumably, went to Mass twice a week. Which, like, doesn't seem like that much of a flex, because, like, same. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I do, every Friday and Sunday I go, except for this Friday and Sunday, because you know, I was busy. I was busy and also I was sleeping on a toilet for most of Sunday. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone to church in a while, to be honest with you, but it's just because I don't have time. Because I work weekend mornings. And that's how it Friday is for me morning. during Halloween season because I don't have any. Like I'm busy. Yeah, it's not that I don't want to. I just don't have time. I, I do pray though. Yeah. I'll pray every night before I go to bed. Same. When I like, can I have, remember to, I'm just like, let me just... Yeah. And I have, like, my little rosary in my car. And I have, like, my little eagle eye bracelet. And then I have, then my mommy got me from Mexico. Then I have this one that has, like, little saint pendants on it. And she got them all blessed for me before she even came here with them, which I love. Makes me feel very special. Catholics. Catholic things. <laughs> okay, back to our story. <laughs> Quote, they were, they were frank. Fanatically? Fanatically? Yes! <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking idiot. Quote, they were a fanatically religious family, forever praying or going on pilgrimages to Italy. Going on pilgrimages to Italy to drink holy water. Says um, Gundren 
Burning? Burninger? Say it again. A family friend. Gundrun? G-U-D... No. <laughs> G-U-D-R-U-N. Mm. Burninger. Oh, okay. A family friend quote. Sorry. Jesus Christ. You know what? You know what? I used to be so afraid of when I was younger. Reading out loud. Reading out loud in front of people because I was scared that I would fuck up. And now I'm chosen to do it voluntarily in front of a microphone. When we would go, like, we would do, like, popcorn reading. Mm -hmm. I would always read ahead so that I could be prepared for my Mm -hmm. paragraph that I had to read. Mm -hmm. Because of my anxiety. I remember... It stuck with me very fondly because I hated this bitch. um, This girl... Like, picked me on purpose because she knew I would fuck up when it came to reading. Because she didn't like me. What a whore. I don't like her. You don't like her. She went to high school with us. Oh my god, did she really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you later. Um, I have some stories about her. She's fucking crazy. Uh, okay, back to the story. So they prayed religiously. Like, like frantically. And they're just extremely religious. But then things took a turn at age 16. Annalise suffered... Um, a blackout when she was at school. She walked around seemingly in a trance, confused and dazed. When she came to, she didn't remember anything. Quote, her friends and family said that she was in a trance-like state, end quote. Yeah. At age 16. Oh my god, that's very young. It is. I thought it was, I heard somewhere that it was 14, and I was like, that's even wilder, to be honest. But Yeah. Sorry, I might burp. <laughs> quote... A year later, Annalise Michelle experienced a similar occurrence when, when her, where she woke up in a trance and wet her bed. Her body also went through a series of convulsions, convulsions causing her body to shake uncontrollably, end quote. So, she, she's going through it at yeah. age 16. So, after this occurrence, 11 months later, in August 1969, she experiences another visit, like another similar episode, basically. And because of this, her mother Anna takes her to the family doctor, Dr. Vogt. V-O-G-T. Dr. Vogt. Okay. As well as a neurologist, Dr. Luthi. And so, Dr. Luthi in this, I feel like, is kind of like the one that tells like tells the mom like what's going on as opposed to Dr. Vogt. But, quote, Dr. Vogt and Dr. Luthi examined her and even performed an... Fuck. An electro... And That's my dog barking. Hold for dog. Hold for dog. Hold for dog. Pause. It's silent. Get it? Pause. Dog. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. Cry. I told my. I'm like, don't make noise. We're gonna record. And then my dad was like, shut the door. And I was shut like, the door. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, an electrosensphalogram, which is an EEG, basically, and a brain scan, but found no problems. They speculated that it could be a seizure of some sort, end quote. Okay. Yeah. So, quote, Annalise visited a neurologist who diagnosed her with temporal lobe epilepsy, a disorder that causes seizures, loss of memory, and experiencing visual and auditory hallucinations, end quote. Uh, quote, tempo, sorry. I have a lot of quotes and end quotes. I pulled from a lot of different sources, and at the end of this, I'll I'll reference all of them, so don't even worry about it. Um, we'll link them. I'm, I'll say it on the air. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm not about to be caught uh, for plagiarism. <laughs> Quote, temporal lo- lobe epilepsy can also cause 
Geishwin syndrome, a disorder mar- marked by hyper religiosity. So yeah. Oh my god. I also wrote like a copy and paste of the little thing from Wikipedia. It's like a div- apparently Geishwin syndrome is found in people with temporal lobe epilepsy, and it can range five different primary changes. Hypergraphia, hyperreligiosity, um, atypical, usually reduced sexuality, circumstan- circumstantiality, and I- intensified mental life. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Was that me or you? Yeah, that was your phone. Sorry. Silence on Somebody's set. texting me. It was Reddit. It was Reddit. <laughs> nobody texts me. I just get... Nobody texts me anymore. I just literally just get notifications. I text you when you don't reply to my messages. You're one to fucking talk, Lizbeth. <laughs> you do not... Do we want to go there? You want me to pull up receipts? Is that what you yeah, want me to do? Yeah, go ahead. Go right on ahead. Wednesday, May 11th at 7.14 a.m. Hey, Liz, when are we going to record? Wednesday, May 11th at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> this week, I'm pretty busy with finals, but I'm either free next Friday or Sunday. And then at the 12th of May, she texted she just said, Sir, Mr. Yeah, because you didn't fucking reply to me. You didn't fucking reply to me. And then what did you say? I te- I answered you back that day, and then you didn't reply back to me until the very next day, Friday the 13th. So you're one to fucking talk. <laughs> I'll admit. I will admit. <laughs> I'm not the best Get when it comes feet to messaging. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just comfortable. They're going to hear on the mic. Can you guys hear this? Yeah, it's not. so gross. It does something in me that makes me go. <laughs> Sorry, there's like a bar under the table, and I'm trying to like rest my feet on it, but clearly somebody doesn't want me to. Okay, Chilindina. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, back to our story. No, I want to cry for a little bit. Where were we? Um, quote, grand mal epilepsy in which a patient can suffer seizures and terrible depression. So I think she was, she was diagnosed with some sort of epilepsy. It's either temporal lobe or grand mal. I don't know the difference between the two because I'm obviously not a doctor. Just in case you didn't know. Bitch, you're slamming on the table on the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're not professional. <laughs> Just fucking mess. Get sorry, off your guys. phone. Stop I'm your awesome. It's been a hot minute since we recorded. It's kind of... We're just like a little ditzy. You're a little ditzy. I'm I, professional. I am a lot ditzy. Damn. Yeah, swallow that bitch. Okay. Um, she was given medication, more specifically Delantin, but this didn't help her fits at all. They still occurred. And they began to take a darker tone. So... The most, um, quote, the most common side effects of Delantin include irregular movement of the eye, problems with walking and coordination, slurred speech, trouble sleeping, confusion, dizziness, nervousness, tremor, headache, and nausea, end quote. So, oh my god, that's a lot. That's, like, modern day. I don't know, like, if there was any change in it between, like, 1969 and now, but I, that's literally from, like, an entire, I think it was, like, a, not the Delantin website, but it was just, like, the, the the side effects of it yeah i don't know how what the side effects are of it long term but yeah 
She would pass out regularly, have seizures slash convulsions, and eventually told Dr. Luthi that she was witnessing the face of the devil. She was then prescribed with, quote, uh, Aolept? A-O-L-E-P-T. Alept? Alept, I don't know. Which is similar to chlorapromazine and is used in the treatment of various, various psychoses, including schizophrenia. Disturbed behavior and delusions. Okay. End quote. After her diagnosis, she enrolled in the college in her college, which was Julius Maximus Universitat in Wurzburg. <laughs> Very German. <laughs> but things kept getting worse. She seemed to be. Ex- oh, hi. Hi. We just touched feet. No. She seemed to be experiencing auditory and visual hallucinations. At this point, during her daily prayers, she began to hear knocking sounds in her room, demonic voices that whispered to her and told her that she was, quote, damned, unquote, and that she would, quote, stew in hell, unquote, or, quote, rotten hell. Stew <laughs> or rot. Yeah. Either or. Either or, yeah. Some articles said stew, others said rot, so I just put them in just to be safe. Maybe translation? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what that was. I'm so sorry. Your 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 Australian accent. Oh yes. Uh, okay. Once, quote, Annalise's mother was alarmed when she saw her daughter furiously staring at the statue of the Virgin Mary with quote, eyes turned black, jet black, and her hands seemed to turn into thick paws with claws. End quote. Eventually, Dr. Luthi came to see her in September of 1973. She described horrific visions of demonic faces tormenting her and, he, and claimed that, that quote-unquote, the devil was inside her. Annalise's mother became concerned when she, when she smelt burnt feces, with, feces with, which many people around her later smelled. Seeing this, Annalise's mother was advised to consult a Jesuit, a religious official. That was a quote, by the way. Are they going to do an exorcism on her? An exorcism. Exorcism. How do you say it in Spanish? Exorcismo? Yeah. Okay, bad. Look at us being bilingual. Ah, This is really not that different. (laughs) That word is not that different from what it is in in English and Spanish. Quote, Annalise met with a Freudian psychiatrist in November of 1973 who diagnosed her with neutritis with possible epilepsy. Another neurologist discovered that she had quote-unquote epileptic patterns and switched her from Dilantin to Tegretol, a much stronger medication, end quote. And so the side effects of that are include, quote, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, drowsiness, constipation, dry mouth, or unsteadiness may occur. If any of these side effects last or get worse tell your doctor or pharmacist <laughs> promptly end quote promptly at this point Annalise herself began like convinced herself that she was basically possessed like she herself was like I'm possessed or something wrong with me do you think it's true? Um, I don't know do you think that she was actually possessed by the devil or that she just I had don't some know. mental illness? I don't know We'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> will we? Though? I don't think we will. Maybe not, but like, <laughs> we can form an opinion after this. I'll story. tell you my opinion after. Okay, bet. Both. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, okay. Sorry. She, she and her family sought the help of priests. Jesuits? Question mark? That's what I put. 
She kept worsening. Her medication was increased, but this did nothing for Annalise. At certain times, Annalise would rip her clothes off when anyone around her would mention God. Just rip off her clothes. All of them? Yeah. She would get naked. Damn. Yeah. She wouldn't eat... Okay, it was... (laughs) This word gets gross. She wouldn't eat normal meals. Instead, she would eat coal, flies, and spiders. She would also lick her own urine off of the floor. Okay, that's just gross. She would crawl around on the floor and bark like a dog and hide under tables. She also once bit the head off of a dead bird. Nasty girl. <laughs> She's either very mentally ill or possessed by the devil, so... I take it back. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Quote, she began insulting and attacking members of her family and screamed for hours while she smashed up her crucifixes and destroyed pictures of Jesus, mutilating herself with the fragments. She began to, oh, end quote, sorry, quote, she began to exhibit the strength that her parents described as, quote, quote, unquote, close close to superhuman as she threw her sister, quote, unquote, as if she were a ragdoll during the time she barely slept and prayed fervently all night. End quote. Eventually, Anna and Michelle found Pastor Ernest, all who believed her case of possession, and, um, quote, sorry, hold for a motorcycle. I swear to God. I hate living. I hate how, like, it's usually, aside from these fucking neighbors, super quiet around here at all times and then the noise happens when we start to record our podcast it's okay it's okay it's okay but i hope everything burns same (laughs) i'm kidding so they found pastor ernest all who believed a case quote he stated that quote unquote she didn't look like an epileptic in later in court documents end quote court documents yeah true crime the court comes involved later Oh. I told you, this is my version of true crime. Period. This okay, time do true crime, but fun. Not fun. <laughs> but <laughs> more enjoyable than a child being that. decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor all alongside the Michelle family, including Annalise, went to Bishop Joseph, staying to propose an exorcism for Annalise. The bishop eventually approved the appeal and gave the task of exorcism to Father Arnold Renz, quote-unquote, but ordered that it be carried out in total secret. So he didn't want anybody to know about no. it? No. So she would be exercised under the 1614 Ritual Romanium. These are the Latin rites of exorcism. Also keep in mind that these rites have been around since the 16th century, and they've, they're performing them in 1970. Five? They wouldn't be updated until 1999. Oh my. Yeah, so. Very outdated. Just like you. Thanks. Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. The first exorcism on Annalise Michelle was performed on September 24th, 1975. This would be the first of 67 exorcism pre- exorcisms performed on her. There are some audio recordings of these exorcisms. There are, uh, quote-unquote, 42... Oh, shit. Did you hear me slam the table? I'm so sorry. There are 42 audio recordings were made in total. Oh, my God. 
Are we going to get to hear any of them? Do you want to? If we have time. But if not, then that's fine. We have time. We have time. <laughs> we better have time. What do you mean? You said 7.15, ma'am. 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the right math. Okay. In the following months, during each exorcism rite, alleged paranormal activity occurred from levitation of objects to the inhumane strength, telepathic incidents, and the destruction of religious imagery. Eventually, it was revealed through Annalise's growling voice that six demons possessed her. Six? Yeah. Six different demons possessed her. Oh my god. You want to know who they are? Please tell me. Cain, the brother of Abel who killed, who he killed in the Bible. Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus to the cross. Lucifer, the angel fallen from God, the devil so himself. The actual devil the himself. The actual the devil himself. Valentin Fleischmann, an excommunicated 15th century priest. Um, it was basically... He was expelled from the church because he, had, he was doing something inappropriate, I guess. Okay. So he's a demon now in hell. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh, who else? Nero, Claudius, Caesar, August, uh, Germanicus, that's one person. It's the fifth Roman emperor. And also, um, uh, Mickey Mouse. Just kidding. (laughs) Hitler. Hitler was visiting. Hitler. Hitler himself. Yeah. Annalise, or rather the demons, would speak to the priests in a growled, low-pitched voice in response to each rite. Do you want to hear what some of them said? Can I ask a question, though? Yeah. How would the devil himself have time to possess this, like, one person? Isn't he busy? Do you want to ask him when you go down there? I thought I'm going to heaven. Who said that? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how does he have, like, does he actually have the time to be like, you, I will possess you. You know, isn't he a busy person? I would assume. Taking souls He's not a person to begin with. Demon? (laughs) Devil? Devil? (laughs) (laughs) Um, good question. I mean... Well, I'm going to bring up something that may answer your question later. Okay. Kind of, hypothetically. Okay, back. Go ahead. Go ahead now. So, Lucifer said, quote, I want to conquer Earth for myself. In the meantime, I make a rich booty. I am filling up my kingdom. I take whatever I can take. I must convince you of this, end quote. Judah said, quote, I am damned for eternity, you careless people. If you could just imagine what it's like to be damned for eternity, I am damned. End quote. Cain said, this is... <laughs> I was like, this is kind of boring and also predictable. Cain said, quote, I have killed my brother. I am burning. End quote. <laughs> Hitler said, oh God. What did Hitler say? Quote, men are so beastly stupid. They believe that after death, all is finished, but life goes on, either up or down, end quote. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fleischmann, Father Fleischmann said, quote, I was a priest at Edeben. I am damned. It is horrible down here. Judas pulled me down there. Judas pulled me down there. <laughs> and then Nero didn't really have, like, a, a bunch of quote, like a like a full sentence. He just had, like, a few quotes, which was, quote, you should follow the message of Fatima, end quote. Uh, or, quote, the rosary, the rosary should be recited, or else it is the end, end quote. Or else it is the end? Yeah, that's like a few of the quotes. I haven't said the rosary in a fat minute. Neither am I. The demons, I'm sorry, this is a quote, quote, the demons argued with each other, with Hitler saying, quote, people are stupid as pigs, they think that it's all over, after death it goes on, and Judah saying, <laughs> 
Hitler was nothing but a big, quote-unquote, big mouth who had, quote-unquote, no real say in hell, end quote. Ooh. So, he's just a bitch. Which, Especially like Mean Girls, but in hell. Yeah. Yeah, but with Hitler. But with Hitler. Yeah. And Lucifer. Very white supremacy of yeah. it all. Okay, I also want to mention that... Um, I didn't mention this while it was happening because I, if to me it's the the worst thing that can happen. So while she was possessed, this was in the quote that was talking about her that she would destroy pictures of Jesus and all this kind of stuff. She would perform more than well quote she would perform more than six hundred genuflections a day. Oh my god! Do you know what that is? I think. Can you explain it to me? It's like when you past like a holy evangelist like when you see like a picture of like, like jesus on the cross in the church you like get on one knee and you like yeah mark yourself with the sign of the cross 600 of those per day on either knee um oh my god 600 genuflection genuflection to the day causing her knee joints to rupture and became convinced that she had to lay her life down for others so like she was doing she was kneeling on broken knees holy fuck because she was doing it so often 600 times a day? 600 times a day. So, yeah. Through all this, she fought against, like, with while she was possessed, she fought against the exorcism. Quote, despite weighing less than a child, she fought, kicked, bit, and remained so strong that she had to be pinned on by her father and two priests and shackled in chains, end quote. So, this is where it becomes even more religious. Than so, it already is? Yeah. So, I got this from a like a Catholic website. It's called Mystics of the Church. I'll mention them later. And it's a little weird. Not weird, but it's a little, like... It, it's, it doesn't... It's more of a spiritual, like, based theory as opposed to, like, a scientific-based theory. Okay. That it comes for, like, in terms of possession. So, like, if there are people listening to this that don't believe again, this is going to sound ridiculous. Sorry, guys. Just just power through it. Well, it's interesting either way whether no, you believe yeah, it or not. But, like, there are some people who are going to be like, that's not actual proof. Just roll their eyes on it, whatever. Everyone can believe what they want to believe. Yeah. To each their own. Believe in me and my big, fat, chunky ass. Okay. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. Before the exorcism, exorcism rites even started in July of 1975, she had a vision, vision that the Mer- Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, helped her walk. Because she was, like, deteriorating. Mm-hmm. She couldn't walk that well. And there was, like, a little passage that, like, she had a boyfriend named Peter or something. And they she, she was having trouble walking and he was helping her. And then eventually she was able to walk on her own and she was, like, walking and jumping around, like, in a field or whatever. Yeah. Um, so the Virgin Mary helped her walk. She had a vision of this. And then two months later, allegedly, in September, the Virgin Mary appeared to her once again and told her, quote, It is a great suffering for my heart that so many souls are lost. It is necessary to do penance for priests, for the youth, and for your country. Who, who, would you be willing to do penance for these souls so that not so many are lost? End quote. Is she saying that is she willing to suffer these six demons in order to save others? Basically. Oh my god. Yeah. So that you got, I didn't know if you were gonna get that because it took me a while. I was like, like wait a minute. Um, smart. And so yeah, I, she's. I literally said it was like what it, what I interpreted as she's asking like to suffer for the souls of the people, and so 
quote. We know that Annalise said yes to the Blessed Virgin Mary, and it likely occurred a few days later in the family kitchen when Anne, when in Anna's presence, she heard Annalise say, quote, unquote, Mother Mary, you are so beautiful. Anna wasn't able to understand anything else, but she stated that Annalise seemed to be seeing a vision. Soon afterwards, she told Peter that things will soon get bad again. So this was in... When was this September. One? Yeah, September. I forgot. I thought I put the year. I think this was a year before. Okay. Yeah, this was before her writing started in September. So then went all the way down past the year. And then, so a few months before... Okay, a few months before the end of her, her exorcisms, uh, Annalise would imply that she would be helped... And like in reference and quotes, but didn't fully say that she would be okay. Quote in April 1976, Annalise told Father Alt that quote unquote May and June were going to be very tough months, but July would bring a resolution. End quote. Repeating the same message on May 1st, Annalise told her boyfriend Peter that quote unquote she would have to suffer until July. And then once again on May 9th, 1976, Annalise told her father, mother, Peter, and her sisters, and her sister Barbara that quote unquote the months of May and June were going to be bad but then July would bring relief by June of 1976 Anna Lee weighed 80 pounds she refused to eat because apparently like the demons wouldn't like properly like let her eat mm -hmm. and she just wouldn't and she, she would eat like spiders and shit and she refused she refused doctor's visits and then so Annalise had her final exorcism on June 30th during the exorcism, the only thing that she said was, please, absolution, end quote. And then, quote, um, then she whispered, mother, I'm afraid, before taking her final breath. She died? She died on July 1st. Oh, my God. Yeah. So what happened to the demons that were possessing her? Annalise. Michelle died on July 1st, 1976. She died of malnutrition and dehydration at the age of 23, weighing only 68 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's why I was like, shit, well, she said that. She was telling her parents that July would be, bring resolution. Meaning she's her death. Yeah. So she knew. Yeah. She knew she was going to die. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she was, like, refusing medical care or whatever. Yeah, I'm reading everything. Oh my god, that's kind of sad. But okay. Yeah. So then what happened to the demons? Did they just leave they didn't. Body? They didn't talk about, like, after this happens, it's not really spoken about what happens except for in a, like, um, 2005 article, they exhumed her body to make sure that she was de uh, decomposing properly because Okay. I think there's something if you're not a saint, but if you're if you're possessed, there's something where your body decomposition isn't the same as everybody else, but they exhumed her and they checked to see that she Everything was, was normal? Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, I heard that, um, I th this is kind of stupid. Not stupid, but it has nothing mm. to do with the story. Okay. But I read somewhere that apparently when you die, mm -hmm. your soul actually does leave your body. Yeah. But, like, it actually weighs 
Does that make sense? Oh yeah, like some, how we like something. Someone like they weigh them right before, before they death, die, and then after and death, and after, and they weigh less, and mm-hmm. that's just because like their the soul, soul left their body. I saw that too. I saw a post like that, which is interesting. That's why I'm so people. That's why I'm so fat. This is a big soul. The, I, my soul is just so huge. It's so big. You're a big gigantic. Soul. And then when I die, it's just gonna look like Kim Kardashian. Of course, yes. After the what is it? The two the sixteen days. Oh, yeah, after the sixteen days. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um, the death of Annalise Michelle became a massive sensation in Germany, especially after the subsequent trial of. Joseph, Michelle, and Michelle, Pastoral, and Father Renz. All four were charged with negligent homicide. They tried to defend themselves by presenting the recordings of the exorcisms to the court and the evidence of possession, but it didn't hold up. So what happened to them? Um, I'm going to just, um, just kind of paraphrase here. So their defense wasn't really holding up because they weren't seeking medical help for their daughter and also the like the person that they were yeah but the daughter was refusing it yeah but the thing is is that um there was an argument that she wasn't in sound like she wasn't of sound mind that at that point because she was not all the way up like all the way in the head like she wasn't fully there she should have been put underneath that kind of care because it was evident that she was either she was suffering from mental illness like from like the scientific point says she was suffering from mental illness people who believe in like god. demons and god and the devil or whatever they obviously it's like well she's having an exorcism it's her right whatever but if you're going with the scientific approach and saying that that's all whatever she should have been put in into medical care but then um it's a back and forth where it's like if she was subjected to medical medical care she would have been force fed they would have been electroshocked to therapy on her allegedly like she would have um undergone oh no Can I answer that? <laughs> hang on <laughs> lizbeth is gonna answer a phone call lizbeth okay we're back doesn't understand um my life and my viewpoints on things okay okay because... let's just get back into it come on <laughs> jesus christ you're gonna wait and if you're late i'm kidding you're not gonna be late um where was I? Where was I? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little busy right now. Oh. So apparently so the father not the father, the pastor that was performing that was there as an exorcism, like assisting with the exorcism said that they brought a doctor not to see her like for medical care, just scientifically. Mm-hmm. And said that she had no visible injuries, but um, the father that was performing exorcism said that she had bruises, swollen cheek, black eyes. Like, she was, like, beat up, basically. Which contradicts, like, both claims of, like, the doctor. Dr. Roth and also the father, like, they just contradict each other. Yeah. And so they checked her brain. Despite, like, the demons and the priests and everything. After her death? After her death. The autopsy revealed that Annalise had a extremely, like, just a healthy brain. No brain damage caused, quote, quote, unquote, despite the demons and priests' attacks, 
An autopsy revealed that Annalise had a healthy brain with no brain damage capable of causing epileptic seizures, quote-unquote, not even on a microscopic level. Oh, unquote. my God. So, the prosecution said that she was extremely mentally ill and that both her parents and the priests were responsible for her death because they did not intervene um, and give her any kind of medical attention because of, you know, her mental yeah. illness or whatever. Um, they also said that the medications, like, stopped, like, the seizures and that because of this, um, what was it? Sorry. Medication. Oh, because because of the fact that the medication this is kind of weird and run, but I don't know if I'm not reading this correctly. I'm just gonna read the quote. Quote unquote. The prosecution also claimed that the medication suppressed epilepsy-like seizures, and that this suppression progressed to a dilute quote unquote a delusional psychosis associated with epilepsy. So then it made it worse. Yeah. That their own medication made it worse, which is kind of a weird argument to have. Do you think if you're it's arguing. because she was? Um, do you think it's because she didn't actually suffer seizures? It was the demons, and because you don't suffer, it actually made. Because you know how there's that thing like if you don't need some medication, but you still take it, the medication it really you up. it's yeah. like messes you up instead mm-hmm. of helping you. Do you well, think like, it yeah. was something like if that? If you wanna, if you believe in the fact that like there, it's genuine demonic possession. I like, for me, that's a little weird because it's like, okay. She didn't stop taking her meds, I don't think. We, I didn't see anything that mentioned that, mm-hmm. unless I'm dumb. Um, so because of the fact that she wasn't having epilepsy anymore, she's getting psychosis that was due to the non-epilepsy, which is just weird. Yeah. It's just odd, but that's an interesting theory, to be honest. Um, nobody, they didn't really know why she acted weirdly in between her exorcisms. They just kind of blamed it on the fact that, like, of that suppression, there there was that psychosis, and then that was kind of some sort of explanation to her behavior. Yeah. But then again, it's like, there's that Geishwein syndrome, but that's only present if you have temporal lobe epilepsy, and they didn't find that in her brain, so... And she had a healthy brain. She had a completely healthy brain, so... I think it was demons. <sighs> demons. Okay, here's... Okay, here's my theory. My theory... Are, are we done with the story yet, or can I... No, hang on, let me finish. Okay. Just real quick. Um, Quote-unquote, the parents were spared any punishment because they had, quote-unquote, suffered enough, as defined by German law. Uh, the court ruled that Annalise was unable to make her own decisions and should have been forced to undergo medical treatment. End quote. Okay. So, they were all charged with negligent homicide, I think. The priests were... Bl- barred from practicing for yeah three year suspension for the priests and they had to pay all court costs and they were all initially charged with six months in prison but it was later suspended for all of them okay so technically they just got a slap on the wrist basically yeah so my theory is Mm -hmm. i think she was possessed but i don't think it was those specific demons does that make sense I think she was just possessed by maybe, like, one or two demons that had, like, a split personality disorder or something. Does that make... Because I feel like sometimes 
demons like disguise themselves as other things mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think this demon kind of did it for the shits and giggles being like i'm lucifer i'm hitler you know but i still think she was possessed by a demon because she had a normal and healthy functioning brain like, yeah that's interesting what do you think i'm on both sides just because of the fact that like i want to believe science i am a spiritual person though mm-hmm and I say that it's weird to me that there's not even any ounce of some sort of epilepsy like in her brain so like she's completely fine not even a microscopic level which is weird um I think that maybe uh, if we're thinking realistically she might have been misdiagnosed given the wrong wrong kind of medication and then ended up just completely going into some form of psychosis thinking that she was possessed by demons when in reality she wasn't i can see that or sorry for interrupting you but i feel like women specifically always always get misdiagnosed compared to men yeah because like if you look at history like they usually only do studies on men and yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So women always get are getting diagnosed with the wrong things, mm-hmm. especially like this was years ago. So I think she was. I can I I can see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, and also three different types of medication that got stronger and stronger. So yeah. misdiagnosis plus really really strong medication. I can see where that can like fuck up. Oh yeah. Of um. Uh, but also part of me wants to be like demons. Like, that's still a really good thing. And also the the fact that, like, the kind of theory that's, like, the Virgin Mary literally, before her, like, possession got super, super bad, let her know, like, What's up? asked her, would you be willing to do this, basically. And she was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll, die, I'll die for the souls of other people. Like, yeah. first of all, and she, if she this is real and we get to the afterlife, and, sorry to talk over you. <laughs> I think I talked over you. No, I was gonna say if this is real, we get to the afterlife and we find out that all like everything is everything that the Bible says is like true. First of all, we're fucked. We're fucked. (laughs) Second of all, um, but it's open to the absolute insanity of the fact that there would be a person in life that is so saintly that would be like, yes, I'll die for the souls of people that I would die. I don't even know, and I'll suffer this like horrible shit, and I'll do the X Y Z. Like that's insane. And it's also it takes a lot of like like selflessness in a person which is like you know just no, besides yeah, the of course b- beside me absolutely not a, a quality that i have in my opinion honestly same yeah death terrifies me not gonna lie like i am religious yeah. and i believe in like maybe she hell. didn't know that she would die though do you think so? but then she did say that in july true like, and i feel like she might have been warning her family that she was gonna pass in july because then oh, she didn't man. want them to uh, oh god that's awful okay anyway okay. Like, that's so existential okay jumping to 2005 there's a movie called the exorcism of emily rose that came out and um they used the uh, annalise michelle case as inspiration mm-hmm. anna's mother was still alive she did not support the film whatsoever oh and after i found this out there are three films based on her case um i watched the movie for the podcast period this is my review on the film the visuals were pretty stunning considering the release of the film it was in 2005 the makeup and some of the wardrobe were some of my favorite parts jennifer carpenter acted the hell out of the role i swear <laughs> to jesus laura linney and tom wilkinson were fine the acting overall wasn't great but the uh except with the exception of um jennifer carpenter who did an amazing physical acting job this bitch was possessed out of her mind she was amazing there was a scene that the father was like she was basically being exercised at a barn and it was a scene where 
she was the father was asking her like what are the names of the demons that live inside of you and it's so good because it was she was it was a lead up into her counting saying like counting to six and then giving the names of the six demons Mm -hmm. and then the makeup was good and then in that same scene she said the names of each of the six demons in the demons' original language, so it made it extra <gasps> fucking crazy to watch. Because oh she that. was speaking like German. Or German, this and it. it was not the same demons, it was like Cain, Judas, Lucifer, Belial or something, and then some other kind of demon, but it wasn't the same ones. Whatever. For copyright reasons. Yeah. But it was like it was a story. It was this story taught in flashbacks of the defense lawyer trying to like make sure that the priest doesn't get in trouble with the church this then the other thing it was really good period we should watch it together we should because it's fucking crazy it's modernized it's just based on the story the one thing i didn't like about it is that at the end they talked about the characters as if they were real people it said based on a true story not the fact that it is a true story and at the end it was like father Thomas lived in seclusion for the rest of his life. This defense attorney did this, that, and the other thing to tell Emily Rose's story. But, like, Emily Rose and these people aren't real. Annalise Michelle was real. She yeah. died. So they should have used her real they name should have they like, were gonna, like... Yeah. They should have given her credit or something. But, yeah. Yeah. And so, to end this, um, I'm gonna end with a quote from Annalise. She said, quote, you can mark one thing for sure. I want to go to heaven, cost what it may. To gain heaven, nothing is too much for me. On that account, I should place my life at the disposal of others out of love for God and hope more for the reward of God than the reward of men. End quote. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was an exorcism I made, at least Michelle. I love that. Thanks. This was a great story. Thank I'm you. I'm so happy that we took the time to record this episode. I really am. Uh, my neck just snapped. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for Sorry listening. Sorry says, you need to wait. Okay. It's seven or nine. Wikipedia. A medium article by Regular Catholic Life called Dialogue from Demons. The Exorcism of Annalise Michelle, a.k.a. Emily Rose. A Bug Space article, Annalise Michelle, the true story behind the real Emily Rose's 67 exorcisms. All that's an interesting article by Gabe Pauletti, checked by John Kruoski. Where is that name? I'll put it in the show notes, I promise. Mystics of the Church article by Glenn Dier. Uh, Annalise Michelle, an unrecognized and misunderstood victim soul. A closer look at a possession, exorcism, and death. It, uh, exorcism and death of Annalise Michelle. Why did she die? The true story. A Washington Post article by Michael Gettler. The cries of a woman possessed. A Daily Mail article. Satan's schoolgirl. By Daily uh, Daily Mail. By Jane Fryer. And then um, WebMD. Tucker Toll. Side uses and effects. And then important safety information and indications for Delanton. And then all that. All of the sources will be listed below. Regardless, do the outro. Okay. Thank you so much again for listening. We appreciate you all. I don't. We, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you again for listening. Um, 
Oh, shout out to our white friend Maggie's. Shout out to Maggie's. Shout out to the Maggie's. We fucking love you. That's it. Period. Uh, Period. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, we you should follow. Go follow us on Instagram. Instagram, I know Miss Mondas. Follow the link tree. We're available. Everything is on there. Send us an email with your scary story, please. please. Do and you can listen to us, obviously Spotify, and we're working on it. We're working. I on haven't Apple had times music. to do we're Apple Music or it. Amazon Music. It's okay though. It's okay. Most people listen to Spotify, anyways. It's Most okay. we're on Spotify and Anchor, and also Pocket Casts and Stitcher. So and we have an email, so send us your we do have an email. emails, and we will tell your story on our yeah, podcast. Yeah, if you're one of our. Uh, close friends and you want to be on the podcast hit us uh, up text and either of us you can come will, to my yeah, room we will gladly have you on the podcast yeah and we can be fun. podcast next to my bed where i sleep and fart sometimes period yeah all right this was fun was it it was i enjoyed it did you i mean i don't know i feel like i feel like i, I just i don't know i, I liked it i just have a lot of trauma because <laughs> i was a soccer ball <laughs> And like in the second where they kicked me around in the field, I got really scared. Oh, don't say it all. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Motomami. 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 Motomami.